0: In the Gospel of John, when Judas leaves the supper, there's a curious line. It says, Judas left, and it was night. It was night. Now, at first glance, it might just be the way we think that St. John was trying to tell us what time of day it is, or was. When we read it and recognize When Judas leaves the Last Supper, turns his back on the Lord, betrays Him, it was night not only outside, but in his soul. Anytime we turn from the Lord, anytime we walk away from God and betray Him by our sins, by our wickedness, by the pain that we cause ourselves, our others, It is night. There is a darkness in our life. And this isn't just a darkness that we feel emotionally. The darkness of sin, of betrayal, of hurting ourselves and others has impacts on every aspect of our life. It's not just night in the sense that I'm sad. It's night in the sense that my intellect is darkened. St. Thomas Aquinas talks about how when we sin, our way of understanding and perceiving and knowing the world is darkened and changed. We enter into a sort of metaphysical, a spiritual night. And we all know what it's like to be in the darkness, to be in a world that is marked by darkness and division. The night is a scary night. Place to be. So it is with such great beauty and wonder that when God comes into this world and does his greatest work, where does he do that? At night. Jesus comes into this world, God incarnate in obscurity and at night in a stable in Bethlehem. When the Last Supper begins, as we heard, it is night. So often in the miracles, especially in his interactions with his apostles, when does that occur? At nighttime. The passion of our Lord begins, his trial at night, his agony at night, his resurrection at night. We hear it as at the dawn of the day. The very earliest morning, when God rises from the dead, when Jesus overcomes sin and death, it happens at night. And this very evening, we started at night. And just like Jesus rose from the dead, the light shining out against the darkness, so too we celebrated that. That in the darkness, a pillar of fire How often in that exultat did we hear, this is the night. This is the night. The night that God has chosen to come and to shine his light into our hearts, into the world. To set us free. How beautiful and powerful an image it is as we process into that church. This one pillar of light. Being dispersed and diffused and giving light to the whole space. Because when God comes in the night, He comes to change, He comes to save. He comes at the dawning. What a beautiful and wonderful and inspiring thing for each and every one of us to hear that God comes to us in our night. God comes to us in our darkness. When we are hurting, when we are in stress, when it is difficult, God comes to us. He helps us to rise from the ashes, from the darkness. He brings us his light and the light shines brightest against the darkness. But he also gives us a path forward. We see this in this beautiful interaction in Matthew's gospel, don't we? that Jesus goes to the women and he calls the apostles to meet him in Galilee. Jesus doesn't just encounter us. He doesn't just rise from the dead. He also gives us a way forward. He comes into our darkness and gives us a mission, gives us a path, gives us a way that will not only lead us to our own resurrection, but will lead us to freedom and peace and joy. He sends us forth. And to our dear catechumens tonight, in a few moments, you will be freed from sin and death in the waters of baptism. You will be baptized, as we heard from St. Paul, into Jesus' death. But to be united with Jesus in his death is to be united with Jesus in his resurrection. And we heard so eloquently and so wonderfully the readings that we had from tonight, the plan that God has for salvation. The plan that God has for humanity, created in his image and likeness. Yes, we chose to sin. Yes, we have fallen. But we are, through Christ, set free. The light coming into our darkness, coming into our night. And tonight you will be given the great gift of baptism, the theological virtues of faith, hope, and love. You will receive the sacrament of baptism, the full anointing of the Holy Spirit and baptism and confirmation, and the body and blood, soul and divinity of Jesus in the Eucharist. He will come and plant firmly in the depths of the nighttime and in the darkness of your life and in your heart, His light. He will save and redeem you. And He will send you forth into the night, but not marked by darkness but as a child of the light. St. Paul said it so beautifully throughout his letters, how well we were once in darkness and now we are in light. And you, dear catechumens, in a few moments will become our dear brothers and sisters in Christ. Reborn, remade in his image. Given the light of Christ so that you and I can be light to a world that is so desperately in need of that. We don't go forth from here into the nighttime of our sin. We go forth in the light and the joy and the peace of being set free from sin by the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. We go forward with hope and joy and exaltation, knowing full well that we will fall, that we will struggle, that we will encounter our own nights throughout our life but also hoping beyond hope, because hope never disappoints, that God has, is, and will overcome our darkness through the light of His love, through the grace of Himself in the Holy Spirit dwelling within our very souls. Judas walked out into the night, and it was dark. We gather in the night, not in fear, not in darkness, but in beauty in awe at the light of Christ, risen from the dead, living forever, bringing and making new children for his glory and for the light of the world, a pillar of fire diffused throughout the world to set it ablaze in love, mercy, peace, and truth.